Welcome into Duval Daily, presented by GenJag.com. My name's Jordan DeLugo. Thank you so much for tuning in. Do not have a lot of time to run through this today, but I did want to provide a quick day one recap for free agency for the Jacksonville Jaguars. As many or most of you, or maybe all of you know, the Jaguars were not very active on day one of free agency. There was not an expectation for the Jaguars to be one of the big movers and shakers this free agency period with their lack of um, cap space, with Uh, The idea that they really want to retain more of their players versus adding new players via free agency, at least expensive new players via free agency. But I don't think the Jaguars are going to go completely radio silent on you either over the next couple weeks. I think the Jaguars, uh, they still do have some needs that they need to address. They do have some funds cap space wise, and they always have cash with Shad Khan, um, you know, allowing his bank account to kind of be be uh, plundered for free agency and, and, and um, contracts. So I, I just want to run through some of the things that did happen that involved the Jacksonville Jaguars, which really was more about folks leaving the Jaguars than anything else. Jawan Taylor, as we all know, uh, headed to Kansas City reportedly to play left tackle, according to James Palmer, a couple others. Regardless if he's playing left tackle, right tackle, he's getting paid $20 million a year uh, to play for the Kansas City Chiefs. A team that, you know, a lot of similar principles to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Doug Peterson, uh, he, you know, kind of cut his teeth in the coaching world under Andy Reid. And so uh, a lot of the offensive um, scheming is the same. A lot of the things they do with their offensive line, very similar. Uh, again, I don't know if Jawan Taylor can play left tackle. I think he has the athletic ability. I think he has the feet, the length, all that to play left tackle, the pass pro. But it's just about if you can really um, master, you know, pass setting on both sides of the ball. We'll see if that that how that works out for him in Kansas City. But the bottom line for the Jaguars, it means that they need a third tackle right now. They have Cam Robinson. They have Walker Little. Why do you need a third tackle? Because if one of those guys goes down, which has happened the last couple years for the Jaguars, Cam Robinson's dealt with some injuries. Um, You've got to have someone who can come in and and you're not going to completely go off the rails. You're not going to completely fall apart on that side of the ball. So obviously, uh, I think the Jaguars have some work to do at offensive tackle behind Walker Little and Cam Robinson. Um, Chris Manhurts, he also signed with Denver, Jaguars tight end of the last couple years. He's more of that big blocking tight end, keep him in line, and he's going to serve as a sixth pass protector for you, a mauler in the run game. He's off to Denver where it looks like they're trying to build a a 90s team, quite frankly. Looks like they're trying to go with some power and, and overpower some teams on that side of the ball. But Uh, Chris Manhurts no longer in the picture. The Jaguars, they've only got Evan Ingram and and Luke Farrell, who have any legitimate experience at the tight end. You've also got Garrett Prince, who was a rookie last year. But no no Chris Manhurts, uh, again, kind of furthers the point that the Jaguars need tight end depth behind Evan Ingram, behind Luke Farrell. I think the Jaguars need another blocking tight end and another receiving tight end, or maybe someone or some ones that can provide a little bit of both. Uh, Trey Herndon, according to Josina Anderson, likely leaving. Uh, he's received inference, interest excuse me, from San Francisco, Atlanta, and New York. New York Giants, that is. Uh, so 
that is another area, right? Nickel, even if Trey Herndon was going to come back, was going to be somewhere you would want to upgrade. It's a vital part of an NFL defense today, especially when you're talking about slowing down these passing offenses like Kansas City, Cincinnati, Buffalo, etc. And so Trey Herndon likely leaving the Jaguars are going to need to upgrade their nickel, in my opinion, if they want to improve their defense in 2023. And uh, there's still a number of names out there that would help them do that. You've got Sean Murphy Bunting from Tampa, who's still available. Uh, a guy who has you know, obviously played on a staff where Mike Caldwell, Jaguars defensive coordinator, is coached. Similar staffs. Sean Murphy Bunting, really good athlete, versatile player, can play inside and outside. He's a guy I'd keep my eye on. Uh, but those are the three outgoing Jaguars that we know information about where they're going or potentially going. Obviously, with Juwan Taylor and Chris Manhurts, it's already pretty much a done deal, even though it's not official until Wednesday. But it does look like Trey Herndon will be moving on as well. No news on Arden Key or Dewan Smoot for the most part, other than there's a lot of teams interested in Arden Key's services. Uh, so could the Jaguars potentially bolster their pass rush by bringing back a couple guys who helped them a ton in 2022? Of course, Dewan Smoot dealing with the Achilles injury. It's not clear what his timeline will be or if there even is a timeline yet. A couple former Jaguars got paid. Josh Oliver got paid $7 million a year by the Vikings, I believe. Former third-round pick tied in by Dave Caldwell in 2019. That class is starting to shape up uh, looking around the league. But good for Josh Oliver, who the Jags traded over to Baltimore. Baltimore kind of got him in more of an inline role, developed him as a blocker, and now he, I think he's a player who is legitimately a balanced tight end that's going to go compliment T.J. Hawkinson in Minnesota. Quincy Williams, former Jaguar, again, another third-round pick by the Jaguars in 2019. He got his bag on Sunday from the New York Jets. You know, he gets to stay playing with his brother, it looks like. So good stuff for him. Look, the Jaguars, they still need a starting caliber nickel, in my opinion. They still need to aid that pass rush beyond Josh Allen, Trayvon Walker. They still need depth at tight end, and they still need a third offensive tackle. I think the Jaguars are going to be active at some point. I don't know if it's going to be today, Tuesday, March 14th, or in the future, but I would definitely be looking for the team to bolster some of these areas before the NFL draft. Even if it's not with a big name, they need to to do some work here. But that's going to do it. Thank you so much for tuning in here to Duval Daily. Hit me up on Twitter at Jordan DeLugo. Hit that like and subscribe button here on YouTube. Really appreciate y'all. Thank you so much for tuning in. Have a great rest of your Tuesday.